As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way. Yes, I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I want you each to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman to the Desperate Spike Podcast. You like apples? Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We have all four of us here tonight. We got Pops, LJ, Uncle Tony, Kevin here. What, what's going on, guys? What's happening? It's hot trying to stay hood, cool man. in the Chicago, Chicago 72 degree weather. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. We got three people here who are just in the middle of sweltering heat in <laughs> Arkansas. And then LJ's just, I mean, he might be wearing... Pants and long sleeve t-shirts to work in the morning. Yeah, I, I do have my hoodie out just in case. You know, it's, is it okay? What's the what's the weather like today? What would you have to deal with today? Uh, it was so it got up to seventy two. So we uh, oh we whoa, actually it got up to seventy two. We started the oven, so we had to shut the windows for a little because it got a little warm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we opened them right back up. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. Well, I can tell you, it is a hundred. I don't even have my. It's a hundred and one in Winthrop, Arkansas. <laughs> and if you're gonna play golf. You might go commando right now. <laughs> you might. One you might. might. Who? One might. Is this I'm not um, naming any names, but from experience or, or you just got he knows a guy. advice for the I'm just saying it's good to breathe. It's good to, for things to breathe. Yeah. I think that's good on that subject. I don't know if we need to go any further. Um, well, it's been a great podcast. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Tony, how's the uh, how's the heat holding up on your end? How you doing? You making Ooh. it through? Hot. Damn hot. Africa hot. <laughs> so how do a little crotch pot cooking? I believe before we got started, you might have teased the group here that you had a, a, maybe a yeah. a story about something. Yeah, or? you know, you know, I um I helped coach an American Legion team this summer, and um we were in our state uh, state playoffs uh, two weeks ago, and we were in Hot Springs at the new Majestic Park. And if anybody hadn't been to Majestic Park in Hot Springs, it's a great little ballpark, um, nice uh, nice place, but. It was almost a hundred a uh, couple of days, and we were playing at two thirty. And I don't know what brilliant person scheduled baseball to start at twelve, two thirty, <laughs> and five when we're in the middle of a heat. Same people that schedule horseshoes. Yeah, I, I, was say, yeah. I, heard, I heard of a That's horse. They schedule contest. horseshoes in Winthrop. Uh, yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> so, but anyway, so we're playing this team from uh, Texarkana and um, Texarkana. Yeah, from Texarkana, we beat them, and. Um, <laughs> But but this guy, I you know, this kid was out in um, left field to start the game. He came in to pitch for a couple of innings, and then he played third. And, and he's one of these guys that likes to talk a little bit. I'm coaching third base, and he's reason I said, Coach, man, it's hot. And I said, Yeah, yeah, it is. I said, Hey, great job on the mound. Uh, sorry, we had to knock you off there. He said, Oh, no problem. You know, he said, I said, I saw you at left field. You got a good arm. He said, Well, I normally play here. And I watched him go into the dugout after that. So he said, It's fine, good. And so he had this kind of waddle. As he was going, and I noticed, uh, well, he he wasn't uh, walking like he normally should, and so I figured out he was wearing really tight baseball pants, and I thought, oh, that was a mistake. And so <laughs> this was about like the third inning, and by the fifth inning, I got to give the kid props because we were playing seven. It's it's there's no time limit, so we were playing seven innings, and and by the fifth inning, this kid literally was almost in tears. For and he's not talking about it anymore. He's not talking at all anymore. And I kept asking, "Are you okay? You okay? Yeah, yeah, it's hot." I said, "Yeah, man. Um, uh, you're gonna have to get some monkey butt for that." And he said, uh, "He looked at me, friend of the show, Mike McCarthy's got some." And he he looked at me and he smiled. He said, "Yes, sir. I guess so." Man, this really hurts. I said, "Man, just hang in there." And he start and some guys from his team started messing with him because we threw him out. Uh, he got a base hit and we threw him out at second. Because he was waddling into second, because he 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 would waddle it, in there. Got it was hard for him to hit fifth gear. He yeah. was staying kind of in the. And so they yelled so, at him, and this is my favorite part. So he slid into second base on turf, 
with monkey butt. <laughs> Credit to him. He slid in. He's out. And he's, he's walking off. There is nothing but this big black mark on the back of his pants, just from his butt all the way to the back of his knees, where he hit that rubber and slid in. And it was all he could do. Ooh. Bless his heart. It was all he could do to walk into the dugout. And his his teammates were giving him such a hard time. Man, how come you didn't? What were you digging me? And he literally, he said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, these are, these are, you know, 16, 18 year olds. Shut the fuck. And he just kind of waddled his way back and I felt so bad for him. But the yeah. lesson there is never wear tight baseball pants on an 80 degree per day without no, the monkey no. butt. Without the monkey it butt. It is known. Well, and I, I don't know if uh, Pops will remember. He'll remember this event. I don't know if he remembers this part of the story. It's stuck in my memory more. But we went to SeaWorld a, a while back, and it was when it was when I was quite a bit younger, and I was walking very slow, similar to the kid <laughs> on this baseball team. And I think I was I was annoying the group because I wasn't keeping up. And I think Pops is getting kind of annoyed at me, like because it's just the young. I'm the youngest kid. I'm just being annoying and taking them up forever. And I finally, you know, kind of let him be like, well, the issue is, you see what had happened was we got a little <laughs> chafing going on. And, and I swear, like, it was like a light went on on his face. Like, oh, I understand. Slow it down. I understand why slow you're it down. Slow. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> that's a painful thing. Like, that's that's not you just being lazy. You're in pain down there. So we'll just, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take it a little slower. <laughs> So from hurry your ass up, Kevin, I went to, hey, y'all, let's wait on Kevin. Huh? Yeah. You're like, you know what? Hey, let's Hell wait Kel, on Kevin. Let's, y'all need yeah. to chill. Because <laughs> it was just a, it was a man-to-man talk where I was like, look, I don't know what this is, Pops, but there's something and it's hurting. It's not good. <laughs> and he said, oh, son, I know what that is. <laughs> All right. I, let's somehow segue off of monkey butts into um, some, some sports news. We're kind of in the dead time of sports. We're um, – if you're in fantasy football, you're probably thinking about your fantasy league, maybe even got that text from your commissioner saying, when are we going to do the draft or what's the draft order or, or all that mess. Um, you also got, it's that time of year in the NFL season where we get these little buzzwords coming out of training camp, like best shape of their life. <laughs> or I swear it's this time of year where Ezekiel Elliott always looks skinnier than he's ever looked. Yeah. Like, every year around this time, like he looks faster. Yeah. He looks faster. Um, and then we got, the big news, I guess it was kind of last week, but more news kind of came out more recently. But Kyler Murray was the recent, the most recent quarterback to get a big extension. And it's interesting, some of the, the, the rules in place in Kyler Murray's contract. Have you seen any of these, LJ? No, no, no. Tell me about it. So, um, basically, he has to have study time. <laughs> Tony, is it four hours of study time? No, four hours of film study. <laughs> Wait, this is required films. in his contract? Yes. yes. He's not asking yes. for it. He's telling, he's being told. Yes. yes. No, but listen, LJ, it's not only does he have to have four hours of independent study, but he also must not be distracted during this independent study. No, they literally in the contract, it says no TV, no music, no games, no social media. And if he were to not do this four hours a week, he could, like, it could cost him a lot of money. It could cost him the guaranteed money in his contract. Oh, my God. Maybe this is just the first time we've heard about it, and this has been in contracts before, but I don't think, Tony, have you ever heard of anything like this? I've, I've never heard of that. And my first thought, as soon as I read that and, and saw it scroll across, I, 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 I ventured back to that, that one episode, practice? We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> practice? And so now I'm thinking, Kyler Murray's got to say, film study? We're, we're talking about studying, man. Study? I could not believe it, how any professional athlete would allow that to be in a contract. Unless it said, we'll give you $10 million more if you do it. Done. Well, and there was interesting things leading up to this. Like There was a rift between the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. I, I think... All four of us will all agree, talent-wise, Kyler Murray. I mean, I know he's not your typical six foot five or anything. He's a little shorter, but talent-wise, he's really fast. One of the fast guys on the field. He's got a cannon. Really good quarterback. But there were some riffs about maybe he wasn't the most professional player. And a lot of times, I feel like you hear this come from sources right around contract talks, and it's them trying to just you know right. get a little bit of a, a negotiation. They're trying to get a little better, but. 
for them to put this in the contract, they must really feel like he doesn't do crap when he goes home and doesn't. You, I just would think you're an NFL quarterback. You're going to spend some time studying. But I don't know, Pops, what did you think when you saw this? First reaction to me was that I, I would have a hard time paying a guy, what is it, $230 million, I think $160 million guaranteed, and I had to ask him or try to <laughs> encourage him to study. Give me an effing break, dude. You have to make him contractually obligated to do his homework. That that ain't the quarterback I want on my team. You you well, can it depends deny. on the clause there because you might not be paying him two hundred thirty million dollars. You know. Well, yeah, I think it does have something to do with his guaranteed. I want to say it could cost him up to a hundred million of that contract if he Ooh. doesn't if he doesn't study. But I I just can't imagine having to tell a quarterback the kind of de facto leader of your team. That hey guy, by the way, I need you to study four hours a week. I think it was really four hours. I, four hours a week. Four hours a week. Yeah, really? at least four hours a week Un- outside of the unencumbered, study. you know, undisturbed study time. That apparently he's got a document in some some sort of fashion. Wow. Um, I, well, have you y'all remember the rumors that apparently there was some sort of rule? where Jamarcus Russell had, where he had to, like, watch so much film. And so he just turned the iPad on and, like, the, like I don't remember. What, there well, was, there like, was, like, a thing, right, stories. where, like, they gave him, like, a, a DVD that had nothing on it. And he turned it in and said, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks great, coach. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't think he lasted another year in the NFL after that. <laughs> so do you think, like, Kyler Murray is going to get, like, on Sunday before, like, he comes in, like, for the game? And as they're doing, like, taping up his ankles and stuff, there's, like, a pop quiz. Like, hey, Kyler, we got a pop quiz today. All right, let's check out the – what do you think about this? And, like, he has to answer. And if he doesn't, then, like, I, he could still say I studied I guess all I got to say about it, it is that if we've only been seeing Kyler Murray with three hours of study a week, oh, boy, the league's about to <laughs> oh change. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> wait. Just wait until you see him actually Wait, study. you mean he'll be a viable quarterback after week six <laughs> now? Yeah. Is that what he'll you're saying? Yeah. Once people start changing okay. their defense – he does Move the off-season training, yeah. But uh, Boy, I, that's a problem I don't want. I don't want I mean, to have to <laughs> encourage my team's quarterback to study. I'm just uh, – that's disappointing. Yeah. And, well, that's why and, Kevin's quarterback of this podcast, not me. <laughs> that's the whole – Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I, this week I didn't log my independent study hour, so I cannot well, confirm or But we trust I you. I have to log more. mine, and yeah. it's – you know, everybody knows. So. <laughs> Yeah, I would, I would also funny. think. Wouldn't you think the Cardinals are a little disappointed that got out? I wouldn't think they the Cardinals hate would get yeah. that. The news, man, they have yeah. to hate that. So they probably just were hoping because I think the contracts are public. <clears throat> I don't know because you get this a lot of times where they find like the fine print on like when guys what what the actual money means and like oh if he's cut before March twentieth and there's not all that blah blah blah. So I'm wondering if they just dug it in the middle of this big a lot of paperwork and someone actually just did the. The due diligence of reading through it all, I'm like, wait a minute, a con- what's this clause here? What's this study hall clause? <laughs> I can, I can almost guarantee you. Here's the reaction from the Cardinals. Uh, it's either, it's either uh, Kyler says, "Oh, I didn't expect anybody to read that," or and the Cardinals gonna say, "We have that in everybody's contract. That's not singular to Kyler. Everybody's." Or they might be saying, "Like, well, we wanted to give him the easiest incentive in the world." That that's probably the the answer I'd give is like I just we just wanted to give him something we knew he'd hit. Yeah, that's deal. one good spin. You might that's a good spin. Like, okay, yeah, that is a, a good, good spin because because right, on first look, it's bad on everybody. It's bad on the Cardinals because mm. it's like Pop saying, "I just paid someone two hundred thirty million, and I don't even know for sure if he's gonna like. I have to make him care about football. four hours a week, and then <laughs> and then it's bad on it's bad on Kyler Murray because it's like you have to have this in a contract for you to even like look at the iPad when you get home. It's like 30, so it looks, 36 minutes a day. <laughs> actually, we, we might should redact that part out where LJ's suggestion and just Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals organization, if you need a good spin, call us. We got LJ's you. got a perfect spin for yeah, you. Yeah, it's yeah. going to make everything look better. You'll look like a, a player's organization. Yep, yep. You're just helping out Kyler. <laughs> and then Kyler can say, actually, four hours is light work. That's what I do yeah, on yeah. Monday. Everybody wins with this spin. Easy win. Yeah. Editor LJ here. I left it in. You're welcome, Cliff. Yeah, that's what he does on Saturday night at midnight. Is what is what he means. <laughs> oh, I could totally so, see. It's like when you've got like an essay due on an online class at like on Thursday at midnight, and you do the whole essay. Like, no, is it? Everybody's <laughs> trying to go out. Everybody's trying to go drink. You're like, oh, what? I, I got a deadline at eleven fifty nine. Let me let me finish this real quick. Yeah, sorry, that's what Kyler's gonna be for sure. <laughs> I, We're gonna Kyle, make Kyler, Kyler Murray's like, I'll hop on the Call of Duty in just a second. I got to finish this study hall. Kyler, Kyler's well. 
Kyler's got to sit the first quarter because he didn't finish his homework this week. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> that ain't happening. Um, did you see the um, LJ's favorite team is in the news today? The 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 America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, are in the news. Oh, got excited full confidence, full confidence in Mike McCarthy. Full because confidence. Jerry Jones is talking to media. Stop me if you ever heard that before. <laughs> and basically, he said he's got a birthday coming up, and he's not getting any younger. We need to win it. I need to win it. And then said they need to be a viable option in the playoffs for this year to even be considered a success, which really it wasn't news. But That doesn't say anything to me. That's Of course. It's on the top line of ESPN because when Jerry Jones and the Cowboys talk, it's got to be top line on on the news. I wanted to ask you, Uncle Tony. Yeah. you're, you're, You're a seasoned vet in the fantasy game. I am. We hear these every year right around this time. We hear these, and we kind of mentioned off the top where Maybe it's Jamar Chase is dropping a lot of balls, or it's Ezekiel Elliott's looking faster, or Bill Belichick said on Tuesday morning that a dramatic increase or a dramatic improvement in Mac Jones from year one to year two. Can you take any of this, like truthfully, or is it all just just training camp BS? I found it's all training camp BS. Um, and and the worst. Is- oh, and Leonard Fournette's apparently fat. Uh, that was the that was the. Now those now I will say this negative when you stories. hear when you hear negative stories like Leonard Fournette's fat or that Raheem Mostert is not going to be able to start week one and then Raheem Mostert tweets back oh I'm ready I'm ready and then they start practice week one and he's on the pup there's something to that but these things oh he's in the best shape of his career oh he looks great or oh I've never seen him faster oh we're really getting chemistry uh, that's BS the this year is probably the worst that I've ever heard and it's coming from Tyreek Hill you know if Tyreek Hill he's te- talking a lot if Tyreek Hill <laughs> tells me if he says one more time how great Tua is I, I, it's like look man we all know your last quarterback is a generational talent and That's is a, on one of the greatest now. greatest quarterbacks in his in his generation you know, we understand that. So you don't have to go down there and blow up Tua. We get it, but there's no reason to do it. And he's, but yeah, so most of this stuff is just, it, it makes great print. Well, now, I well, mean, I'd say there's talks. reason to do it, Tony, right? I mean, the more you build up the quarterback, the more that ball comes your way, right? I mean. Right, but I feel like, so I I appreciate him saying, because if you're, if you're wondering, for anybody who didn't see it, a while back ago, the Miami Dolphins posted a video clip to Twitter, and it was Tua throwing a, a deep ball to Tyreek Hill, and it was awful. It was a duck. Tyreek Hill had to basically stop to get it. Like It looked like Tua can't throw the ball 30 yards, and that it has been a criticism that he can't really throw the deep ball as well. And so I appreciate Tyreek Hill coming out afterward and saying, hey, no, 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 my quarterback's good. That was a bad angle. He's fine. He's got a cannon. He's just he's he's one of the best arms I've ever played with. That's cool. But like Tony's saying, after about the sixth time, it sounds like you're convincing yourself that your quarterback's good, not yeah. us. Like that's what it, that's what it feels like to me. Well, I just yeah. shared this point. I shared a video in this in this this call right now. Uh, feel free to check it out later. But they make a pretty convincing argument for the listener. It's a Brett Coleman video. The Dolphins and the Chiefs are basically the same. It's a pretty convincing argument that uh, Hill might be more successful with Tua <clears throat> than he's been with. Uh, with Mahomes because the uh, the dink and dunk that Tua is allegedly known for is what the pay, the the chart the Chiefs geez the Chiefs actually did with Tyreek Hill quite a lot the last couple of seasons and so um, and they actually threw the deep ball more than the Chiefs did uh, over the past couple of years so uh, Tua might actually be a better quarterback for Hill I mean the, they they go into stats about it but I, it's pretty convincing so you know he might not be talking shit he might not be blowing smoke. Well, and I I do like their um what's the, is it McDaniel or what's the head coach that just went from San Francisco down there? Oh, he was the offensive uh, coordinator. I can't think of his name right now. I can't either. Yeah, younger guy, new I'll, new head coach, isn't he? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We sound we sound bad not knowing, but it, it, I like him. I think he he'll be good. As Mike you know, I'm a yeah. part of or Mike McDaniel. Matt, yeah, Mike McDaniel's. I, as we all know, I'm a part of two and on. So right. you know, I, I'm right. I'm right there along Tyree Kill. Spreading this misinformation as long as it means that our narrative gets spun the right way. <laughs> right. Where um, we go one, we yeah. go touchdown. Pops, where do you go? I mean, I know people are are uh, 
if, if fantasy wise, do you listen? Do you even care about like when they say like best shape of their life or all this? It looks faster. Do you? I mean, th- number one, I'm really not paying a lot of attention to, to it right now. Um, probably about mid August is when I start kind of paying attention. Um, I mean, yeah, I hear it. I hear it. If they say Ezekiel Elliott again this year is really skinny and fast, you know, I'll be like, hmm, and I'll try to try to validate it or not. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I pay, a, I guess, a little attention to the players that mean something to me or players that are on the bubble for me. I'll just say yeah, I got you. from my perspective, uh, I really was deep into fantasy football in all of the years where I drafted Eddie Lacy in the first round because he was fit <laughs> this year. Uh, right. And then yeah. I got and every time you saw him, he so. looked pretty thick. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have a feeling that that means nothing. You know, that's just my gut. Elgin, Tony, who was that running back? Uh, Freddie, uh, for like Jacksonville or something. You remember? Fred Taylor? Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. Yeah. Fred Taylor. Like, oh, Fred Taylor's in shape this year. He's yeah. so fast. He's so You had him on your team every damn year, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 I bought the hype every year. Never got yeah. through. Yeah. So Pops was Fred Taylor, LJ was Eddie Lacy. Yeah. Those are the ones who just every <laughs> yep. single you're like, this is the, this is the year. He really That's is a different move right year. there. It, yeah, Eddie Lacy chased many players out of fantasy football though. Yeah. LJ, so. <laughs> yeah, he also chased many cheeseburgers. But <laughs> yes, he did. Well, he caught most of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he ran them down, baby. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm curious to see if you're interested at all. The National Football League is launching its own streaming service. Okay, what's that mean? For $4.99 per month, you can get the NFL Plus or $40 per year. Basically, it's going to include all the out-of-market preseason games for you and, I guess, local games. And then if you do the Plus version, you can watch replays of all the games. Do you, Does wait, anybody care at all? Wait, wait, So you're telling me I can watch all the preseason games out of market? They're <laughs> yeah, out all, of market. All. Okay, oh, wow. first off, sold. Second off, they're giving me something that will replace the $20 digital antenna I can stick in my window um, for $40 a year. Okay, uh, that's pretty cool. And then I can watch like replays, which is the most fun You'll way to watch football, the- honestly. <laughs> so I think they're nailing it. That's a good service. Mm. All right. Well, it's four ninety nine. That's all it takes. It's a, <laughs> it's a small niche. They're, they've got a niche market they're looking for. There's about 200,000 nerds sitting up in northeastern part of the United States that they're looking to. True. They're looking to hit, and they're all Jets fans for some reason. But oh, there you- I'm more curious. <laughs> I'm more curious not about that streaming service, but I want to check in, and I'm going to ask. I'm going to go to you first, pops. So there's been some shakeups in in the announcing booths. Who's announcing what games on what channels? Do you know who's announcing the Amazon Prime games? That's Thursday night, right? It's Thursday night. Well, then I do know, and it's Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. Which, what's oh, your thoughts? Kirky Poo? Well, you know. Kirky Poo, he's going to be making a little. Okay. Yeah, that's a jump. My up. initial thought was, I, and I like Kirk Herbstreet fine, but I thought that's a jump up. I mean, Al Michaels is a legend, I yeah. think. I think he is one of the absolute best. And I was kind of shocked that he's been relegated to Thursday night. Uh, with, well, with by relegated, I can go look it up, but uh, his bank account's doing <laughs> just fine from this relegation. Yeah, he's got three weekends now. I just would think he would be on one of the bigger broadcasts, you know, Sunday night, Monday night. Uh, but, you know, yeah. So that was my first thought. I, He's being what do you think I think of Street? I mean, is he on a level with Michaels? In, well, I think Michaels I, I think Herbstreit does a. I think Herbstreit does a great job on college football. And they've done this past couple of years, they've had him do a couple of Monday night games. Him and uh, I think it's Reese Davis will do like one every now and then, like a Monday night football. And I think he does a pretty good job. I think, I think. NFL people who maybe don't watch college will kind of have a one you'll like as Dow Michaels, and as you as as you said, it's a legend. But I think Kirk will add something to it. Tony, what do you think? Yeah, I, I actually think Herbstreit will do a good job as long as he's you know doing color commentating because Al Michaels is one of the best play by play guys ever. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so, um, but who retires first, Al Michaels or Tom Brady? Ooh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Ooh, that is a good. There is a good uh, monkey knife fight bet right there. Who retires first? Uh, man, a good line in Vegas right there. Yeah, I, it may be Al Michaels. Who knows? It, I mean, LJ, what were you going to say about? Uh, so is, is Kirky Poo still going to be doing uh, college football? He's still at the Saturday game. At, yeah, he's still going to do. Game day, so whatever their Saturday morning show will be, wherever they do that, and then he'll do 
the Saturday night game. Uh, well, so so my, my initial ABC's gut. going to let him go to Amazon and ESPN? Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. My uh, my initial gut was if he's just doing NFL, he actually, like, I think keeping up with all the college stuff he has to keep up with week by week, transferring that all to a Thursday night game, I think he could be, you know, top tier. But if he's having to do college and pro every single week, I, you know, that I, that's a lot to keep in your head. So I, I don't think he's going to be bad, but I think that that, that could be. We'll see if he's like elite or not. I guess this we'll find out for sure whether he's on that level. So replacing Al Michaels, it'll be still Chris Collinsworth, who's been there, but which is Collinsworth's the most interesting one to me because people either love him or yeah. absolutely hate him. And I think the majority is hate. Yep. But I, I like Collins. I, like I think that slide right. every day, you know. Yeah, yeah, give me that's Tony. No, 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 no. I'm not a Chris Collinsworth fan. I'm just not. And he'll be joined by Mike Tarico, who's just going to step into Al Michaels' seat. He's kind of been the backup there at NBC for a while now. I think they they actually hired Tarico. I think it was four or five years ago. Basically preparing for the Al Michaels retirement, but Al Michaels pulled a Tom Brady. It was just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not effing leaving. I'm not leaving. And just stuck around. Um, I love Pops, that you comparison. Know, That's so good. LJ, <laughs> do you know who's going to be calling Monday Night Football? Do I know? Previously? No idea. Hopefully Booger and – uh, uh, It's not Booger or Jason not Booger. <laughs> Well, uh, that's bummer. Border Brace. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bummer. It'll be it'll be uh, Joe Buck and America's quarterback are getting called up to the ESPN. They're going to be it's Aikman and Buck doing Monday night. Okay, good for Aikman. And I think I think they'll do good. I, I love yeah. Buck. I think Joe Buck. Yeah, great. I think Aikman's Buck carries that team. Solid. But um, yeah, I, I agree. But good for them. You know, I got to say, I think Aikman has upped his game since Romo came into the announcing booth. I think Aikman's got a little more. Uh, uh, what's the, not cynical, but crusty. I mean, he, he'll, uh, he will, well, he will certainly <laughs> examine some, he will say something about a, <clears throat> a player. He might've been lax loath to before. Um, I think Aikman's up to his he's game. Gotten, he's gotten Rome. to a point where he's not as rosy, you know, like if he thinks Jared Goff's playing bad, he's just going to say, he just can't make that throw. Like, and I, he's calling it like he sees it to me. And I like that. I think it's good. I mean, sometimes announcers are too, too nice, which I, I probably would be too. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'd just be talking. It's shit a about tough balance. On it's a tough TV, balance. But yeah, it is. It's a balance. Who's and there? I think I personally think Joe Buck is now the. He, I mean, Al Michaels is great, but I think currently Joe Buck is the best play-by-play guy. To me, I like I Al just, Michaels I better, Joe but Buck I think is. Joe Buck will go down in the books. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but they both will. But yeah, they're both good. Yeah. When Michaels yeah. retires, Joe Buck will be the. He will be the reigning. Yeah. Champion. Yeah, Al Michaels though has the best line ever. Do you believe in miracles? I yep, mean, true. they'll true. never. It's done. It's done. Yeah, yeah. I have to look just to make sure. But who's filling in for Buck and Aikman? I think it's Kevin Burkhart. And is it? Well, they've got Tom Brady listed. Because oh, it's Tom Brady eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Tom Brady eventually. It literally says Kevin Burkett, Kevin Burkhart, and Tom Brady in parentheses someday. <laughs> someday. Is it Greg Olson? Is that who's doing it with him for now? Oh, Greg's not bad. Yeah, yeah he's he, pretty yeah, he's not I think bad. it's Greg Olson for now. I think he's Greg Olson does a really good job. I thought he was going to get that job. Yeah. And then Tom Brady came in and was like, I want to have all the job titles. I'm not doing it yet. <laughs> he'll still he'll be on the sideline. He'll come over and do the the commentary when they're on defense. <laughs> yeah. Is it still is it still Nance and Roma? Nance and Romo, yeah, they're still sticking. Solid with combo, solid combo. Yeah, Did I was actually talking to a friend of the pod, Cody Lewis, who we were talking about a little bit about Aikman and Romo, and I agree with you, pops, that Aikman got better once Romo kind of came on the scene because he was like, "Oh wait, hold on," and I think he kind of saw some competition and right. he kind of put more time and effort into it. I think Romo got a little worse. Just because, one, I think we probably overhyped him when he first started. But also, I think when he first started Romo, and we probably talked about this some, but it was just felt like you were just watching the game with him. Like He was just excited because he was watching, and like some of the predictions were just how he would be doing if he was in the living room. And then I think he thought, oh, this is my shtick now. This is my thing. And he was trying too hard to make that his thing. I was like, no, just it was fun because you were just watching the game. It felt like I was just watching the game with LJ in the living room, and you saw something. Thank, so, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, you were just kind of like X. I could have said like personal. No, I'll take X. it though. No, 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 no. That's what you said. That's what you said. It's recorded. <laughs> but I, I, so, like, 
Aikman started trying harder and got better. I think Romo has started trying harder and got worse. I think he just needs to chill and let the game come to him and he'll be back good. And yeah. I, Nance is awesome. What are you going to say, Tom? I was going to say that sounds like Romo's playing career. <laughs> I'm not going to take Tony Romo's slander on this podcast. Not, not, not playing, at least. Not, he was not fine. He started, jersey he started trying too hard. He got worse. Almost broke a couple uh, of records, but then almost broke a couple of collarbones, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, all right, so we need to move on. We need to, <laughs> that went a different direction, didn't it, Kev? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't like how that one was going. I, let's go to I, – I pose this question, and I, I'm currently one. I think LJ has been one. Pops, you may have. Tony, I think you are. Fantasy football commissioners. I've done it. Is this a good time of year to be a fantasy football commissioner or a bad time of year? Yes, um, Tom. It's a bad time, it, it, and the reason the reason it's a bad time is because now you're trying to herd the cats, right? Okay, what rules are changed and what are not? Hey, get your get your fee in. Where are we going to draft? Who's going to be there? What's the service we're going to use? How's this going to happen? All these things are going on right now, and so right, right now it's it's not the most labor intensive, but it is herding cats. This is not. You know, because you got you've been you've had it off your mind for a while, and now it's like, okay, I got to get back going. This is how I got to spend two hours, you know, every Saturday or every Sunday afternoon. I got to get these knuckleheads put together and get them ready to go. And I, I, it feels like in in leagues, there's always going to be there's there's some people in that league who are like, as soon as June hits, they're already talking about. So when when are we doing this? What's like they're eager, they're ready to get this thing rolling. And then you got the other people who are like, why are we worried about when the draft's going to be? It's not even August yet. And you're like, well, August is coming. We're five days away. And so there's just so many people that are on totally different spectrums in every league. Yeah. And the commissioner is just like, okay, so does August 20th work? Is that we can work for everybody? And then everyone says yes. And someone goes, oh, crap, wait, no, it doesn't work for me. And it's just, I think it's the worst time to be a commissioner because then – when it, when when it's not all set up perfectly right at the time, it's the commissioner's fault. It's never it's never the cats we were herding, Tony. It's always mm-hmm. the commissioner's fault for not being organized. You let me tell you the Pops, worst you time. Like you let me tell you the worst time to be a fantasy football commissioner. Yeah, please. All the time. <laughs> that's the worst time. I'm telling you, that's the worst. I, I think I was forced into it by old Uncle Tony one time. <laughs> and it's a thankless job. It's thankless. Truly, I mean, and I truly. will always help, but I mean, everybody's got questions and they're calling you on Sunday morning, get this guy in, take this guy out, all that bullshit. I didn't get this guy waiver claimed he shouldn't be ahead of me. Kiss my ass, dude. I don't <laughs> All the time's a bad time to be a fan. Well, okay, so to take to take Pops' stance a little bit further, so so the best time, in my opinion, because I'm I'm that kind of weirdo, is right now because I think the rule changes are fun, like having these discussions, figuring out whether or not we want to change to, you know, do we want to add an IDP? Do we want to add PPR? Like, what kind of stuff are we talking about changing? What kind of, you know, waiver rules do we want to have? I love that stuff. That's, that's so in the weeds and it's perfect. What I hate is... No, no, no. That was not a two yard sack. That was a negative two yard rush. And and I'm trying to figure out who wins this decimal point game based on like and I got to like check all the stats and then I got to watch the play in question. And then like it doesn't matter. We got rules set. Like, what are you talking about? But you got to like hear them out. You got to like those are the worst. Yeah. Regular season is the worst time to be a commissioner. Now it's great. Well, see, LJ, and, and this is another reason I'm kind of with you <clears throat> in the extent like so. This is the time of year where you can talk about – like last year, my league was thinking about – We some people wanted to go to point per reception, PPR. Some people were like, no, we like it how we like it. And some were like, what if we – as the commissioner, I was like, what if we you know meet in the middle, half point per reception? Sure, sure, sure. And everyone had strong right. opinions. I was like, here's what we'll do. We're just going to put it to a vote. And y'all, we'll, we'll, whatever the vote goes, that's what we'll go with. And everybody agreed. They're like, yeah, that sounds great. Well, the vote went like eight, eight to two, half point – Per reception, or I think that's what we went with. Either way, but then the rest of the year, I have to hear shit from the yeah. other, from the two people that voted against it. They're just, they're complaining to me like I made the call. Like I just decided, nope, this is what we're doing. I'm like, you know what happened. You're in the group text with me. We made a vote. Okay. So, so here's what decision. I propose. Here's what I propose. I uh, am for hire. I'm for hire as the summer commissioner of any fantasy football league in the world. Give me a call. 
And then when the st- you'll host these group text messages because yeah, also I will facilitate- you're going to get in group messages where people know we're not an I message, but they're still going to hit the emphasize. I know, and I like know. but you learn. know what I'm getting? Uh, pay me uh, money dollars. Um, <laughs> but uh, but so so I handle the off season. But then what you get in return as the the regular season commissioner? As soon as draft starts, I'm out of the picture, and you get somebody to blame for every time someone's complaining about a rule. You say, yeah, that was one of those LJ decisions. We got to stick with it. That's what we had. I don't know what to tell you. Like, we can't change it now. I'm telling you. Hire so me. are you actually are you actually doing anything or you're just being paid? No, no, to no be I'll absolutely facilitate these conversations. Make sure okay, we okay, come okay. down to like proper votes. And then like if we don't hit a quorum, you know, like we'll we'll go full board about this. I've had a board meeting recently um, <laughs> and uh, it, it we'll we'll do this uh, fully parliamentarian. Um and I will I will make sure that now, the rule changes get like changed in a way that everybody is OK with agreeing to. Um, I love that. I'm totally into that. Are you are you, you as expensive as like a Roger Goodell? I mean, are, are you going to be like it's going to cost you a thousand dollars? You know what I'll do? I'll, I'll, I'll put my asking price at about half a Roger Goodell. That's what I'll do. You know? Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's that's savings. Big of you. Savings. Like, you, you, you are going to be the first fantasy football commissioner taken out back and just beaten within an inch of his life. <laughs> No, I'll just fine. tell you that right that's fine. now. No, I, that's why I'm going to do it for y'all, y'all Southern leagues. Y'all can't find me. Y'all can't find me. I'm up north. He's up north where it's 68 and degrees. Then oh, okay. Then you'll all be the y'all best. Are be like, you know, you'll have somebody ever. to blame you. I have that scapegoat. I really think yeah. that that's valuable. And you also can just like turn off your phone in the, you know, the August 2nd when nobody knows what's going on and I have to deal with it. You know, that's all I'm just saying. There's value here. There's value here. Now, Pops, should we on, on LJ's, uh, resume as potential commissioner for these leaks should we like have something that'll show like his response time to text messages i guess is the performance question. metrics <laughs> performance metrics because <laughs> he will respond and just it could be you know i'm just we'll to put that in his Wednesday. contract kevin you've got to spend four hours a week <laughs> Hey, if you did that, actually, okay, okay. So that's why this is this actually works out. Kyler probably asked for that because I would love for somebody to make sure that I actually responded to messages for four hours a week. That would change my entire life, and we'd all be better off for it. But I can't do it on my own. That's insane. So there we are. Uh, somehow we we got this bad boy full. That's so not quite as good as a spin it, as the first one, but it's decent. I don't know. It'll yeah. work. It'll work. Yeah, still the first one's good. Cardinals call us if I'm you want to get it's, more on it's that. bleep. So you know. <laughs> um. Do we have any other football news to touch on before we we bounce off the NFL? Tony, do you have anything? Well, we're gonna. Julio oh, Jones yeah. just signed to the yeah, Bucks. Julio signed with the Bucks. Oh, I, wow. Wow. I don't Julio know if he has anything left, Bucks. but it's interesting. Yeah. So I, I was kind of thinking about it. I wonder when you put a 45 and a 33-year-old together, I wonder if, how many times we're going to hear, that's the oldest com- combination <laughs> of age for a touchdown. Or oh. that's the oldest combination oh. to have more than 20 receptions. Or You want to hear old, Tony? I, I thought you were talking about albums. <laughs> like a 33 and a 45. <laughs> you, remember the, you remember those albums? <laughs> Oh, there you go. Uh, we're gonna you have play a 33 and 45 RPMs. There we That's go. That's awesome. There we go. That's awesome. That is I'm surprised. Cool. I think the boys know what we're talking about, Tony. I'll be damned. I, do. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what Kevin we're talking about. Kevin does. Oh, I know something about vinyl. Mm, 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 mm. I do know um, there's going to be a there's going to be a nice little fantasy football podcast coming out this week. Y'all need to look for it. Hell yeah! And actually. Let's take a quick little listen to the fantasy football pod. This AFC North division, when you look at these teams, and we'll talk about a couple in perspective here in just a second, but one, not necessarily to stay away, but you sure don't want to stay long. That'd be my take on it. I would agree with that as well. I think this division definitely has lots of fantasy pieces, but as far as cream of the crop, there aren't many. Um, Definitely, yeah. Definitely, I think we can start. This is going to be that that cousin, you know, that you got to go visit. You want to go in, but you don't want to stay long because eventually they're going to bring out that fruitcake or, or some kind of dish you don't want to taste and say, no, I, I, I got to go. We got to get out. So that's definitely, definitely this one. So let's start with the Baltimore Ravens. And I'll just run through. Speaking of fantasies, let's go into Kyrie Irving's world. And it's not as much Kyrie Irving that we're talking about, but it's Kevin Durant. Pops, have you seen that now Boston is thinking about getting in this and they're thinking about a trade package that includes Jalen Brown, um, 
Derek White maybe and some first round picks for Kevin Durant. Right. What, do you have any thoughts, or are you also like it's not an NBA season? Where, where um, well, the quick thought is, I guess, is that I, I know I heard Brooklyn came back with wanting Marcus Smart uh, as well. And I just think if you're Boston, KD is a special talent, but he's 34, 35. Boston's yeah. got such a good young core of talent. I wouldn't break that Jaylen up. Jalen Brown is 26. And, and now, and, and Jalen Brown cannot handle a basketball in traffic, but, um, I mean, he is the worst at getting the, into traffic and losing the, and losing the ball, but I still wouldn't give up on him. He, he's a hell of a defender, hell of an athlete, so, good ball player. Uh, I wouldn't do that, that if trade. They can, if they can keep Marcus Martin, it's kind of a decent deal for Boston. You still think you're not mortgaging the future to get Kevin Durant for right now? If you could just do Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a, and maybe a draft pick, that that I would consider. I would not consider Brown and Marcus Smart. No way, no way. I would consider that. I like Marcus Smart. I think Jalen Brown's fine, but I think Marcus Smart is. He impressed me. I think he's a good ball player. Uh, probably be a better off guard than point guard, but um, I wouldn't do it, Kev. It was funny. Not- My initial reaction was like, yeah, give me Kevin Durant because you get Kevin Durant on that roster. They're probably the favorites to win the title. But I think you make a fair point where you're trading the age. Like Jalen Brown's 26. He's probably he's probably still got eight more prime years left in him. I mean, I would think at least as good as he is right now, probably better. He's gotten better every year in his career. So I would think he gets even better. Kevin Durant. It's not getting better. I'm not saying he's going to fall off a cliff, but he's not getting better. Mm-mm. And he is a guy who's come off an Achilles, and ACL. He's had some injuries. I just I, – I worry it looks good for a year, and then all of a sudden his body starts breaking down. And you're kind of like, oh, dang, I wish we would have kept Jalen Brown. That would be nice right about now. So I think I've actually talked myself out of doing it if I was <laughs> Unless it's very favorable. Unless you could go like Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. And that's, and that's not enough, yeah. I don't think. So and that's not you'd have to give up something in addition to Brown, but not smart. I, I just wouldn't give up both of them, both those assets. And they were in the finals this this, this year with this team. So I, I don't know if you need a huge a Kevin Durant like acquisition. You need just and I mean, like, if Tatum just shows up a little more, I mean, he kind he faded. I mean, I'm telling they they could have yeah. potentially have won the finals. So I wouldn't give up on the Celtics as they are now put together. Yeah, I agree. I, I just kind of want to touch on that because that was kind of the big NBA news, and I just want to see where your thoughts were on it. Because I knew at one point, I think you liked Jalen Brown, but you did make a, a, a observation that he can't dribble the ball in a crowd of people. So I, I didn't know if maybe you were <laughs> off of him. Um, I do want to throw a proposition out to you, LJ. I think um, streaming music – Okay. A, bit, a hard right turn here, but yeah. – uh, I think streaming music has kind of ruined the way we judge albums now as a collective. Oh uh, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I think I agree too. Do you want to go? Because further? we're yeah. so quick. It's it's streaming music and social media combined. But like, as soon as a Kendrick Lamar album comes out, if you didn't like it right away, you start like people start complaining on Twitter. Oh, this is a flop. It was a flop. It was a flop. And then we get groupthink where people just start saying, "Oh yeah, it was a flop," because everyone else says it was. And I just think back to. There was a time where, and there's a time where all three of you know very well, you bought an album. You spent, what, 20 bucks on an album? 15-ish. Right? Yeah. No. 15? 10-ish, well, weren't they? Well, yeah, 15-ish in my like, high school, yeah, middle school years. You'd, you'd spend $14.99 at Best Buy to get an album. Okay. Either way, you're buying that album now for 15 That's not crazy money, but it's enough to where I'm going to listen to this two to three, four times before I decide this is a yeah. crappy purchase. And sometimes the albums take a second or third listen. Like the Kendrick album, I really like now. I didn't really like it the first time I heard it. I was like, oh, this was more just for him. It wasn't that good of an album. And now I like, I'm like, okay, I, it's grown on what? me. And I just think we've gotten to where now it doesn't cost, I mean, it does cost you something for streaming, but it doesn't feel like it. You're just hitting play. It doesn't cost you any and, different to listen to that Kendrick album or to never listen to it again, right? Like, yeah, so I just think we're so quick to I don't know I just albums need to breathe they need to let the kind of well and I think and we're, then, we're better off uh, than we used to be in say like 2010 when like streaming services well when downloads Napster when Napster and LimeWire and all Kazaa were at their peak um, because that was like the era where like have a good single have a single single and it doesn't matter you know you can be Hurricane Chris with your A Bay Bay and no one will ever know anything you've ever done <laughs> otherwise. Um, and disappear 
but like Hurricane Chris just catching strays. Well, there's nothing wrong with him, and he's got a he's got some new stuff out in the last year, and it's not terrible. Um, it's another stray, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but a lot of people are putting out, you know, just like singles uh, for a while, and we've gotten better about that. But it's still like so. The difference between this album and Damn, right? That you're talking about Kendrick right now. Uh, Damn's a Pulitzer yeah. Prize winning uh, radio hit, like. Uh, super well paid for album. People bought that like crazy. Um, and the biggest difference here is that uh, uh, Kendrick didn't use uh, as, as many radio friendly samples. He didn't do as many radio friendly songs. He didn't do as many radio friendly uh, features and not that anyone cares about the radio anymore, but like we're, we're still talking about the idea of like uh, pop culture uh, <clears throat> being about the 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 sort of ADD culture that we've got, where it's like I'm I'm going well, I mean, to TikTok's the become song. the radio now. TikTok's become the yeah. radio now, where you need that that top that hot yeah. hit, and then it's on a bunch. My of money TikToks don't jiggle, jiggle. Like, oh, I kind of like folds. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, in a way, streaming made it great because like it's easier to like you see artists blowing mm-hmm. up. But it just, I think it, the way we judge music. It's when really, it's like, you know, we Tony, talked about, about this like to. three years ago or something like that when uh, Little Nas X came out with uh, Old Town Road, um, where where right. that song has such a, uh, a, is a catchy song, but it's about a minute shorter than you want it to be. So you listen to it two or three times. So he gets double the money from it. And I think that that's like really affected streaming. And um, yeah, mm. streaming has changed the way that we we take in music. I agree with you 100%. What were you going to say, Tone? I feel like you had, I kind of want to see your dad's perspective. Cause I mean, there was just a, Oh, 33 a and 45 time, over here. Oh, 33 <laughs> and 45. Yeah. You got to add that well, third there. Uh, well, I, have, true, I have a true. comment too. Go ahead, Tony. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I haven't done that much streaming. I, I think, um, you know, I, I stream what I hear on, you know, I'll listen to the radio. Uh, or I'll be out, you know, power walking. I'll hear something. Hey, I like that. And then I'll go check it out. I still, when I stream, I'll stream a whole album. Like, there's no way I would just listen to one or two Vampire Weekend songs. I listen to the whole album. But would you I put really on the, am an album guy. the Vampire Weekend radio, though? You wouldn't do that? Yeah, I, I would. I would put Vampire Weekend Radio. But I think that's uh, kind of the point, say, right? Hey, you're not listening to the albums in those situations. You're listening to oh, I things get related to no, I, bopping around. Yeah, most of the time when I hear a song and I go and check the album out, like I've been listening to a little bit of Beck here lately, and uh, um, I find myself <clears throat> wondering where my local dispensary is, and I haven't figured that out yet. But um, you got to have a card, uh, I think. I didn't mean so. that. Anybody who's listening, I, I didn't mean. I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, but um, uh, but yeah, but I'll go download Beck albums and. Uh, so I listen to the album, I guess that's what I'm saying. I listen to the album. And if not, I go down to my local record store and I'll buy Bad Company. So anyway, there you go. There you go. Pops, what were you going to say? Well, I, I think it's been good and bad. I certainly listen. I, I, you know, I, Spotify is where I find most of my new music. And a lot of it's, uh, you know, uh, Release Radar or the uh, whatever the other one is you might like. Um, and so I did find like, for instance, and, and Blitz and Trapper. I mean, I really like them. And then I did listen to probably half of their album and really think this is a group I'm going to listen to more for sure. But I very rarely listen to albums. And in and, and a reference to that, one thing I love, and Kevin, you might remember, we were at Tony's house and I think he put on a, a Prince album, maybe that was put out. Uh, how do you say that word? Pos- posthumously yeah, or whatever. Posthumously. After yeah. Posthumously. Um, but but the, like, I, the first side maybe was okay. The second side was fan-effing-tastic. It was just really cool. And I miss those days of of being at the house. And, and especially, I used to go love to go to record stores. Like I can think of the record store at the mall. And they would have an album on, always playing, and it just sounded so good. The warmth of the vinyl, and and I miss, I miss albums playing in the background. And and now what we do is we have playlists playing in the background, Not which I do. A I, bad I do thing. love a good playlist. Yeah, 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 I love a good playlist. Don't get me wrong. But like, but, would but, would we listen to like to this day? Would we listen to Third Eye Blind if if we didn't listen to the backside of that first uh, eponymous album? Probably not. Right? They'd be kind of decent '90s pop rock, is all we think of them yeah. as. Perhaps, but I mean, yeah, I used to listen to like Frampton Comes Alive. Listen to that album 
front to back, both albums, timeless times. Um, uh, Gary Wright Dreamweaver, listen to it front to back countless times. Mm -hmm. Uh, So do you say you don't listen to albums much anymore? I I really don't, you know, and and really the last time I listened to them was driving back to college. And and I know I've told both of you guys this is one time I put on Pete Floyd, The Wall, driving from Texarkana or Ashdown to Fayetteville. And kind of blew my mind. It was fantastic. It was just me in the car with a real pretty decent sound system, probably a cassette tape at the time. And, uh, you know, I just, just really got into the whole album, the way it was structured. It was, it was so cool. And I think we miss some of that. It's the long uh, form of music. Yeah. I, when it, like we've been yeah. kind of moving in that direction for a while, you know, there's, you know, in the, renaissance times you know you'd write these like long movements and it'd be like you know a song you know vivaldi uh seasons is basically like a a continuous motion of music that lasts for like you know 40 minutes to an hour or something like that and uh and then we've we've moved down to like well let's divide that into like you know 12 songs or whatever and then like let's make them 12 unrelated songs um that are just kind of on a collection together um and so, yeah, yeah, music has gotten less connected as a long form media. It's become closer to a TikTok, um, a three minute. Well, that's what attack. I'd say. It's getting fur- it's going to get further away, I think, because now it is it, it's big to just get that big song on TikTok that blows up that song stream, not necessarily the album stream, but just get that song. To right. Because how many people listen so- to Tyler, the creator's new album? Right. Like some people do. Uh, I was one of them. Some people do. But most people are just trying to find the single off of it, you know, the the piece that they want to add to their playlist. They're they're sitting around the fire river playlist and then move on. Um, well, I'll say this: yeah. I, pop. Last thing, pop culture cycles around, mm-hmm. and so true. So there's going to be a time when down, downloading single songs is not good. Somebody's going to make that album that you've got to down. You've got to download all at once, and it's going to change everything. And the next thing you know, we'll cycle around. So, well, you're not cool if you don't get the whole thing. You know, you know, and so maybe, it'll come back around. Maybe the balance is with TV shows, right? Like TV shows right now, we're in the binge, you know, 85 hours of a TV show, but only listen to one song per artist. And, you know, back in the 90s, it was like everything's a sitcom. You can watch one episode of Friends, for example, and not see any more of it. And that's fine. Like you don't need any other context. Um but you would listen to entire albums of the Jim Blossoms or whatever. And so, you know, maybe there's like some sort of like, you know, weight that we're on. And as soon as there are fewer breaking bads, we'll have more, uh, uh, the walls. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I see it. I don't know if I well, see it. It seems to correlate. Is all I'm saying. But. That's a segue oh, yeah. between Breaking Bad and The Wall. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, uh, wow. He just kind of pulled that one out. Too, <laughs> and, 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 how the hell you get Vivaldi into a podcast? I don't know, but he did it. So, <laughs> but he did it. He did it. I did my four hours of study this week. That's all I'm saying. Happened. <laughs> he did his independent study, Kyrie. Take, take that, Kyrie. Um, Pops, do we, it's been a little while since we talked to you. Uh, we mentioned horseshoes earlier. I don't know if that's your bougie problem. Do you have any bougie problems this 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 go around? No, I really I don't have anything in particular. Um, I will say that just a warning for anybody. I do want to because you mentioned it and I kind of alluded to it. <clears throat> I hear there's a good warning if you play horseshoes around two thirty in the south. Be careful where you place oh, the horseshoes. Oh boy! Yes. In the sun, oh, boy. you will burn yourself. Is what well, I yeah. hear. You, you hit the bougie problem if you leave a horseshoe <laughs> sitting out in the sun in one hundred and five degree temperatures. They're gonna be hard yeah. to pick up. Yeah. You ain't gonna hold them for long. <laughs> That's true. I'll tell you that. That's true. Um. So yeah, yeah I think, you, were you about to were you about to stumble across on something before I interrupted? No, no. Just saying that I think that the timing of of. You know, we, we did just briefly. Uh, there's a thing at Little River Club that y'all have heard us talk about uh, uh, on this pod many times. There's a thing called Junior Week, which is just for the kids. I mean, there's just activities for the kids. And one of the most popular is horseshoes. And in someone's infinite wisdom, it's it's very popular, very well attended. We do it at 2.30 in the afternoon. I mean, it just until 5.30. I mean, the hottest that time. That baseball games. We just like to day. schedule at the hottest time of the day. I mean, yeah. none of those kids were wearing tight baseball pants or they'd have been chafed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, it was hot. But I will say this, too, about the heat. Just get out in there. Quit bitching and just do it. You, you know, you, you kind of get 
acclimated yeah, to it water. and just just go drink yeah, water. Stay hydrated for Be sure. Be careful, but don't Second don't Brits. stop your life because it's a hundred <laughs> degrees. Go out and do your thing. Just just be careful. I take will. Water. I do want to just put an asterisk beside that. Have if you're especially if they're khaki or even gray for that matter, you want breathable shorts. Okay, because I, I screwed up <laughs> and we were playing golf. Okay, and and I was wearing some khaki shorts, weren't that breathable. And uh, let's just say around my arse area, it was a darker brown, very clearly darker brown. <laughs> And it looked like an upside down heart yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was just not a good look. So just I didn't I didn't think about you that. You tied your before. sweater under your waist cover was, sort of thing. Well, no, we just had to, we just had to rock it. I mean, we we just went with it. Yeah, but when it's a hundred degrees down here in the south, you, everybody's got a little yeah, sweat hard. Yeah, so to. it just just it is. I got kind of for a second. I was kind of getting made fun of for a second. I was kind of like, damn, I wish. And then I was like, I mean, it ain't going nowhere. It's only getting worse. So we're just gonna wear this bad boy. So my advice to any listener out there, you know, just like they said, go get out in it, but uh, maybe just try to get your more breathable. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yes. fair. That's fair. <laughs> no khaki or cargo <laughs> shorts. <laughs> um, do we have? Did, did I don't know? Did anybody else have a bougie problem or anything? Pops, or I mean, uh, Tony or L. No, I'm do good. we have a? Do we have a what? Or, I mean. You're still in, in your nice shirt here, Uncle Tony, so I don't know if you've poured a drink. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is Uncle Tony drinking? <clears throat> All right, so Uncle Tony's uh, keeping it keeping it easy tonight, and um, I found that I like this um, Blue Chair uh, Bay uh, Spiced Rum. I don't know if you've had that. And so I, I drink it straight with a big one block of ice, but I do add two or three dashes of Angostura bitters in there, and it really, really – Gives it that just that little bit of extra flavor that makes it nice. So it's just uh, uh, blue chair, uh, island bay spiced rum <clears throat> with a little bit of Angostura bitters in it. It's pretty looking really good. I do. I have a, I have a, I need a suggestion from you, Uncle Tony. Can I, yeah. can I, can I bother you for, okay. So talk to me, son. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to the, to the lake this weekend with some friends. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm looking for some inspiration or ideas and anybody can jump in, but I was just, more putting it toward Uncle Tony because I thought he, he's going to have a perfect idea. But, you know, you're out on the boat. You're out in the heat. Been long day, but you come back. You take a shower. And now you just want to – it's starting. The sun's setting a little bit, starting to get a little dark. What's that good afternoon drink to kind of switch from? We've been drinking beer, and now I want kind of a, a slowdown, a remix to the night. Yeah, and I'll tell you exactly what to drink, Kevin. I'm glad you asked that question because Uncle Tony's got it for you. You asked the right person, Kevin. You got when you've been out, it's hot. You've been drinking beer. You want something light. You want something easy to fix, but yet it's different. So here's what I'm here's what I'm going to tell you. You get let me you get some, my pen out. Hold on. Yeah, you get some of that uh, Lacroix or any other uh, coconut flavored sparkling water. Okay, and you get okay. yourself a fifth of your favorite uh, favorite rum. And okay. make it good rum. Don't make it like Heaven Hill rum or something like that. But a good rum. Um, it doesn't have to be spiced rum. Just regular rum and uh, and uh, a, a bag of limes. And so cut cut your limes in quarters. Put your quarter lime in it. Put uh, two fingers of rum, uh, ice, and fill it full of that sparkling, that coconut water. And you've got yourself a poor man's pina colada. It's smooth. It's refreshing. You're getting your water, but you get that rum drink, and you're down on the lake going, "Damn, this is nice. It's nice. That's my favorite. That's, that's my favorite little river drink right now." See, that that is why I asked Uncle Tony because not only did he give me a good drink, but he realized I didn't factor this in. You do. You want something easy. You don't want to easy. have some big long concoction. Mm. You just kind of want three ingredients. Is all you gave me. That's all I have. And that's it. well, four if you count the ice. But yeah. LJ, I saw your hand going up. Did you have a, a, a yeah? Suggestion well, so well? I know I mean, from experience. There'll be two I know days from experience there. from uh, from being out in the heat that what I quite enjoyed is if there's a snow cone truck nearby, <laughs> go ahead and get your ass a lemonade snow cone and pour some Tito's. We were calling it hot sauce because it's a little spicy for the kids to drink in, in your in your cup, and uh, you've got yourself a hell of a poor man's daiquiri. Is all I'm saying. That probably yeah. is pretty good. Okay. No, it ain't. That's no probably good. to it, Tony. It's really good. <laughs> it's a poor man's daiquiri and a poor man's pina colada. You can see we're we're all about the poor man. Yeah. No, we're working we class. Just we're working a, class, baby. Working class. Just here, a baby. snow cone with some hot sauce <laughs> yeah. on it. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Tito's hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. 
Here we go. Love it. All right. I mean, t- uh, Pops, did you have anything to offer up to her? I mean, they really hit it. Well, I think they did, but I will tell you, and it, it's kind of a, 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 a little bit of a derivation of the portmandu, which one of the persons on this uh, podcast invented, it's as far as I know, LJ. <laughs> but so, so probably uh, what I do now uh, is do, uh, uh, you know, two shots of vodka. I do it in a big glass. And uh, Diet Sprite typically are, or maybe a Diet Mountain Dew, something like that, and a little splash of. I've become to like Cran Mango uh, Diet. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, that juice? Well, I can't remember the name. The the name of the juice. Ocean spray. Ocean spray. Ocean spray. Cran Mango. Just a little splash in there for color. And uh, over over off a lot of ice, and that's a very refreshing refreshing drink yeah, uh, a after a hot that's day. Okay. Yeah. I already know there's going to be someone in the group of people that I'm with that's going to go, oh, I'm going to do some Jack and Coke or nah, some whiskey Coke. And yeah. that's going to sound good yeah. in your head, yeah. but you're going to wake up because you're already dehydrated about the sun. And then you're going to drink that. You're going to have a hangover from hell and then just not yeah. feel that great the next morning while I'm on my LaCroix or my yeah. snow cone, just you know, well, enjoying myself. Kick yeah, my feet yeah. up, my Crocs up I, in here. Our, our good Crocs. buddy, the podcast uh, – Roger Dumore would disagree with that, but yeah, he he'd like a Jack and Coke for Jack sure. Jack Coke could be just fine, but uh, I would say, yeah, I agree with you, Kevin. There we go. So I don't know if any listeners are out there, if you're getting ready to go on, on a river or a lake or a pool, a body of water, and you're going to be out in the sun, then you're coming back home. We give you tons of, I didn't, I didn't Chicago really listeners, it might get us to 80 degrees. So go ahead and prep oh, your drinks. Oh, oh, I hope you're okay. You better, Jay. Yeah. Get the little umbrellas out. Yeah. It's tiki time. Yeah, yeah. Be careful out there. <laughs> it did blow my mind. I was seeing, uh, we don't have to go along a long, long rabbit hole in this, but the, the, the United Kingdom's getting like a bunch of heat too. I think this is yeah, where yeah. this was at. And like they said, like only five percent of homes have yep. air conditioning there because they're not used to having to deal with heat. I couldn't. Well, do you want to know? Okay, sir, let, let me throw something out to you that that blew my mind when I first learned it. That like the latitude of uh, of London is similar to the latitude of uh, uh, Minneapolis. Like it is north comparatively. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess that makes so sense. like them getting you know like constant like. 90 degree days is actually like a huge deal because yeah, Minneapolis, you know, they might not have very many ACs because they have like a week of summer. Well, it's just funny. You always hear like, and I've had, I have the same thought where I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're making all this hubba baloo about 90 degrees, but they're just not built. Like they're, they don't have air con like, 90 degrees would suck if you don't have any AC. Hey, it's like uh, <laughs> South Arkansas, North Texas, when it's zero degrees right. outside. It's the same we don't right. know what to do. Yeah. We have no clue. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and speaking of done, I think that'll wrap up this podcast. I think we had a good one today. We got a little bit of everything in. There will be a fan. You've already heard some of it, but there will be a fantasy football podcast coming out. Make sure you check that one out, too. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Facebook. We're just at Just Press Play Podcast. And if you're not already, subscribe to us. Like, subscribe, and leave us a rate and review. It, it really helps. Uh, guys, I will catch you later. I'll send y'all a picture of my post-late drink later oh, this week. Yeah. Nice. Here already. Be careful out there. Be careful out there. Sunscreen. Please. Sunscreen. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> Have you ever been to Hochtown, Tony? It's pretty cool. No, no, I can't say that I have. But There's going to be a casino there in a year, by the way. Well, in Hochitown? Town? In Hochitown, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll probably find out where it is. I've been to Idabel. That's just, you know. I, you can probably get a Hochitown bookie, you know? I hate I don't know. There, there you go. I try to stay out of eastern Oklahoma as, as, as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a clap test real quick on zero. Three, two, one. All right. You know what, Kevin? It's harder to count that down and clap on zero than it is to listen to (laughs) you. You just tried that one right. Because, like, I tried it with LJ. I was like, three, two, one, zero. Then I clap. I prefer Dumas. I don't don't like like to, you know, brag, but the things I do just kind of go overlooked often, like clapping. My clapping skills get Good clapper, dude. You're a good clapper. You got to climb. Well, Jason right. heard a podcast. Well. Now you <laughs> <laughs>
Quite well. Now you can join us.